0: Radioinfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is
1: Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, It's off season, and there's nothing crazy going on except for our Buccaneers re signing every single player. Known to man, We have the exact same football team as we had last year. Normally, that's not a great thing unless you win a Super Bowl going away. So, I don't know as a Buccaneer fan what else you would want to ask for other than, you know, Bruce Arians and Jason Light, you know, bringing the, the gang back together. Um, last year, a lot of people were picking the Buccaneers as kind of this long shot because Tom Brady's coming. This year, I mean, they're going to have a target, all right? You're gonna have a target. Everybody's gonna be going after the Buccaneers, and that's a good thing. They, they just have to be ready. You know, winning back-to-back Super Bowls is, is is real tough. I believe Tom Brady might have been the last one to do it, so it's it's tough sledding because they got better last year progressively. This year, they're coming out the box, and if the Buccaneers lose is going to be big news. You know, so people are going to be gunning for them, and that's okay. Bruce Arians came out and basically said that he's going to kick the crap out of the team in training camp. And that's something the coach has to say. Because, you know, the one thing you have to fight against, you know, after a Super Bowl year, which I don't know anything about, but from what I hear, is is complacency. You just don't want to be satisfied. You know, when you see a team win a Super Bowl or... You see a player have a good year, sometimes you kind of exhale and they start, they're start; they comfortable or not quite as hungry as they were the year before. And that's what Bruce Arians has to fight against. And he basically said, and it was on um, <clears throat> the Loose Cannons podcast, I believe, when our guys come back, and that's my job, I'm going to beat the shit out of them. Okay, We're going back to the basics, and we're going to have one hell of a training camp and know what our foundation is. He's just saying that. You can't beat the shit out of players anymore. They used to beat the shit out of us. They can't beat the shit out of players anymore. It's just not possible. There's only so much you can do when you get hit once every other day. Once. We used to hit twice every day. Every single day. Every day. (laughs) Can't do that anymore. So, listen, we have all 22 of our starters back. Life is good. Sue got signed. Fournette got signed. Um, There's only A, B left and i guess the seahawks and the ravens are looking at ab um i'm going to say this for ab and i don't i'm pretty sure he's not going to listen to this podcast but if i was ab and the buccaneers wanted him to come back if i was you i would come back okay if i was ab's people or or family to ab i would say go back to tom if the money's the same go back to tom because you know ab is buyer beware regardless And, you know, the Buccaneers took a chance of bringing A.B. in. And listen, there was no blow-ups, although there was a couple, you know, skirmishes or whatever in between. But nothing they couldn't deal with. And A.B., when you look at Seahawks and the Ravens, listen, the Seahawks seem to have a lot of their own issues going on right now before even bringing A.B. in. They don't even know if, you know, Russell Wilson's going to be their quarterback. You know, Russell gives a bunch of teams where he would go to. There's obviously some kind of issue between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, whatever that is, we'll we'll see. But you can't, A.B. can't just pop into turmoil. If there's turmoil at some organization, A.B. ain't going to work, all right? So I don't think it works in the Seahawks. And Just think about this. You know, A.B. goes to the Ravens. What do the Ravens do? Run the football. I I can't even name you a Ravens receiver. You think A.B. is going to work in a place that runs a football all the time? If he doesn't get his, if he doesn't get his targets, there's going to be a problem. So I don't think it works for the Ravens either, you know. Unless AB's changed, but I, I don't think people change that much. They really don't. So listen, if they, if they can bring AB back, good. If not, good wins. Go, you know, you got your ring. Everything is good. Speaking of getting rings, I saw some quotes from Jameis Winston. Somebody interviewed him, was talking to him about you know the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl and. You know what? What is Jameis Winston really supposed to say? I'm I'm going to say this, all right? I don't really care how people react, okay? I don't really care what people think. But if anybody thinks that Jameis Winston was cheering for the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl, you're crazy. No way. When I left the, the Buccaneers in, in 96 and they, they started to get good, ask me if I was cheering for them. Nope. What? So I, I want them to be successful when I leave? I guess some of my boys are there, but I don't want them to be successful when they kick me to the curb. So you can't tell me James Winston wanted them to win the Super Bowl. No way. Not one year after he left. No freaking way. So that's only human. I mean, he said the right thing. There's no doubt. I'm cheering for my boys and blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I don't, I, you won't, you're not going to, you're not going to convince me that you, that you want that. No way. Nobody wants success when you leave. Not right away, anyways. So this, the, the NFL. To me, uh, especially the ownership, you know, they're they're so darn hypocritical to where, you know, the NFL still hasn't admitted that, you know, numerous concussions can be detrimental to a player's health. They've never admitted that. and We all know that. Right. And now they're going to act like they care about CTE, all the things going on, but they're going to add another football game. They're going to make it 17 games. It's a done deal. And I guess the Buccaneers are going to be playing the uh, Colts, I guess, in, in the season finale. If you, if you think for one second that these owners give a rat's ass about these players, just look. You, 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 you claim to be worried about CTE. Actually, no, you don't. They've not even really uh, admitted to CTE still to this day. And then you're going to add another game. You're going to take away a senseless game of preseason, which nobody ever hits. And you're going to add another violent game of football. There are some players out there that are not happy about this situation. I know Alvin Kamara spoke up. with was a couple other players that, you know, it's, it's, it's added work. Would you be happy if somebody walked into your work and said, uh, we're going to add, uh, you know, 6% more work for you? That's what's happening. And it's more violence. And it's the same people that are going to be hurting later on. it's It's just flat out greed, period. There's nothing else. We don't need more football. There's so much gosh darn football on the TV during the football season. Especially last year with COVID. There was Monday night game, Tuesday night game, Wednesday night game, Saturday game, Sunday games, numerous Sunday games. You don't need 17 games. It's just greed and that's it. So listen, if you guys can keep on believing that they give give a shit about the players, I just I just know a lot better than that. You know, the draft is one month away and, uh, you know, the Buccaneers picking at number 32 uh, have the luxury of just picking the best player on the board because they don't have any gaps. They don't, don't really have a whole lot of needs. They could use another uh, edge rusher, which most teams can. They could use some depth at running back. Other than that, what the hell else do they need? You just need overall depth, okay? So with the picks that they have, like I said, they're blessed to not have any gaping holes that they have to fill. So just hope that maybe one of these great football players fall to you. doesn't matter what position. Hey, we got a lot of wide receivers, but if a great wide receiver falls down to 32 and he's sitting there and you you think he can improve your team, go snag him. That's what it's about. I personally wouldn't take a running back in the first round. But other than that, you know, go get your depth. You know, Jason Light has definitely made amends of his picks and, you know, the the Aguayo picks and all kind of things like that. It's to a point now where you look at some of his picks now and you go, whoa, I mean, that's that's, that's pretty darn good. You look look back now and it looks a lot more solid. And we start to have a lot more players that have been here for a long time. So uh, if anybody has made the 180 quicker than Jason Light, I'm not sure. Who that is I realize, Seriously A lot had to do With Bruce Aarons A lot had to do With Tom Brady But it doesn't matter uh, The next thing You're going to see here Real real quick Is going to be Jason Light Signing an extension That's going to be Real real quick And he deserves it Jason Light Definitely deserves it Anybody wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you listen to all the other podcasts as well. And the Beckles and Retro Show on 953 W D A E and 620 AM Monday through Friday. It's usually 3 to 7. But with baseball will probably be a lot of 3 to 6s, so that's that's okay for me. But I definitely appreciate you guys all listening into the podcast. Hopefully you're getting some education on our Buccaneers. Um, our world champion Buccaneers, by the way. Everybody have a wonderful week and get out there and please be safe. Peace out.
0: You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry football quick fix on Radio Influence. The situation was asked to me from an LSU fan about Ed Orgeron, who came out this week and said that he made mistakes on hiring coaches and he said he hired in the last years not this this previous offseason but previous the last years that he hired guys that he didn't even interview on his coaching staff and I was asked you know how common is that and what do you think of that well that should never happen of course and I think there are bigger issues here if you look at Bo Pelini if you look at Scott Linehan he didn't meet with him it should never happen I think though People have, quote-unquote, credited Ed for being honest. And I do think it kind of shows a frailty and a lack of disorganization, a lack of leadership in that interview. But make no mistake, he's also trying to distance himself from last season. Without saying it, he's basically leading to the point of, yeah, I had those problems and here's why. I wasn't as involved as I should. Meaning if I would have done this or that, it wouldn't have happened. That's the implication. Well, he wasn't really that involved in hiring Joe Brady either. He's the head coach and he's responsible for it. And he didn't meet with them, but he didn't sit there and do the X's and old girl work. Steve Insmayer recommended they hire him after Steve was the one that met with him. And Steve said, you got to meet with this guy. We need to hire him. He could be a real help to us. Um, it wasn't, wasn't like a Ed on find. So I think Ed's trying to, to distance him, himself from the failure of coaching hires and, and trying to, um, you didn't hear him say that after they won the national title when in reality, it was kind of similar. Hey. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.